Okay, so we're going to the very, very bottom of the a bit. We're talking about the Balta uh, there still a little bit. And we mentioned the Baha Bachachet, the Lobakar Bachachet. I mean, different sources. The Gemara says, Vakati mid ben Azai nafka. But we can still learn this out from ben Azai. The Tanya, the bright that talks as follows Ben Azai Omer, Oto, when the buzzer says Oto, Mata Mulamar, what's the coming to teach us? Since the buzzer said, do not delay in paying it off. So now I would seem to like you'll be able to learn from that that even a person who delays in paying off the ned there is in violation of, uh, I'm sorry, a, 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 it's not in violation, excuse me, is, um, yeah, Balyeratse. Uh, one second. Yeah, sorry. That uh, he wouldn't be fulfilling the mitzvah, sort of like not getting the the korban accepted. Hamulamar, uh, Oto. That's what it says. Oto. Oto below Yeratse. The inmacher nidro below Yeratse. That guy doesn't have a lose Yeratse. In that particular case, it's Pigul we're talking about. That that particular circumstance. It's like you know not having the right intentions and the wrong timing and things like that. That stuff. That specifically, the korban is not accepted in that situation. But here, when it comes to about that's not a violation of Balta Yerasev, meaning that, okay, you, viol- you, you gave it too late, but the Korban's still acceptable. That's what we were talking about yesterday. Ella, uh, Bechachet, so what are we going to do with Bechachet? We said before, the, the Jerusha yesterday we had with Bechachet, below Bechachet, below Bechachet. So what is Bechachet telling us? Below Bechachet, that nothing to do with your wife. Your wife doesn't sin. The Korban's like, well, why would that be? A, why would I even think that that should be a problem? Why would I even think that there should be an issue with my wife? I'm about to say as follows. Since Rabbi Yochanan, maybe Rabbi Lazar said, That's an interesting idea. I don't know what to make of it exactly. But he says a woman, a person's wife only dies if they're demanding money from him and he doesn't have money to pay. Shnemar just says, In ein lecha l'shalem lama yikach mishkapcha mitachtacha. Pazakam is saying, if you, don't, if you don't want to pay, why should they take your mishkab, the thing you lie on from underneath you? Now literally, Pazakam is talking about like your bed sheets. Right? Like they're gonna, if you demand money from you, they shouldn't have to take, you know, the, the most essential thing that you have. But the, 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 uh, the hamalalak interpretation is, what do you, like, what's your mishkab? The wife, right? The, the, the woman you lie with. Right, so the idea is that somehow I'm not sure exactly how spiritually this works, but if a person can't pay back uh, what they owe, then their their wife is taken away. Maybe it's about sort of making sure you have all your uh, things in order and making sure you're paying back the loans you take, whatever it is. Anyway, but the havim it would be that since we have this principle that or this concept that a woman that a person's wife might die because he can't pay back money, Maybe I would say I apply the same thing here. That when it comes to uh, delaying and not paying off the quote unquote loans to the Beta Mingdash, the Corbin other is supposed to bring, so maybe the same rule would, the same idea would apply. No, that's what Baal that's what It doesn't go onto your wife. It's really just about you, and don't worry about it. Okay, that's an explanation. Basically, we have an Aziz interpretation, which tells us this halacha that the korban is still valid even if you violate Baal Ta'achir, So we don't need the one we had yesterday. Okay, Tana Rabban. Now we're going to analyze Sukim um, about the issue of uh, Nidarim and things like that, and we'll uh, we'll we'll continue with that. Tana Rabban. We have a bright Motzas Fatecha. So we're having a long pause again. Motzas Fatecha Tishmor, etc., etc. We'll see uh, phrase by phrase the bright will analyze. What comes out of your lips? That's a positive commandment in terms of keeping what you say you're going to do. 
Tishmor. Okay, the word Shamor often refers to the negative commandment. So we have the Shabbat also. Shamor, you mashallah, kashor, right? Shemir, Shabbat, Rish refers to the Melachot. Zomitzvah, the Lotase. The Asita is the next word. And you shall do. That's Ashara, the Beitin, Shiasucha. There's a warning to the Beitin that they should make you do it. Like if you if you haven't pay, uh, been paid up your what you owe, the Beitin will, will make sure you keep your nether. Kasher Nadarta, as you vowed Zen Nether. Okay. La Hashem Elokecha to Hashem, as we mentioned yesterday, Elokhatod Vaoshamod Olo Dushlamim. Those are all korbanot that go to Hashem. Nidava, the word Nidava, Kimashmao, like it sounds like a Nidava, okay, a donation. Asher Dibarta, that phrase, Asher Dibarta, Elokoche Bedekabayit. Those are uh, sanctified things that are for the upkeep of the Beit Midash. And Beficha, with your mouth, Zot Saka, that refers to straight up, normal Tzadah. Okay, now, Amamar, let's know, it was stated. Let's go, let's go review each of these statements. Motasvatacha. So that means it's a positive commandment. Lamali, why do I need that source? I can derive that from the phrase, you come there and you bring there. Meaning the idea is that you're supposed to bring the korbanot that you're supposed to bring. Like, what? Well, it's not a huge chiddush there. Why do I need a separate pasuk here in Varim Parak of Gimel to say Motasvatacha to indicate a positive commandment? Mar says, um, uh, one second. Tishmor, similarly, Zomisa Lotase, Lamali, why do we need that buzzak? Mi Lotacher, Le Shamonafka. I can learn that from Lotacher, Le Shamon. There's a negative commandment not to delay pain. Vi Asita, Ashar Lebedin, Shiasucha, Lamali. Why do we need also to tell me that Beitin tells us to do it? Mi Yakriv Otonafka. That comes from the buzzak, Yakriv Oto. Meaning, Titania is a bright that tells us. Yakriv Oto, Milamesha Kofin Oto. It uh, means it tells us that they force him to, let's say, uphold his deal and bring the korban that he's supposed to bring. Yachob al korcho. I would say that can even be against his will. Tamulamar lir to know. That's what the pasuk says. Lir to know according to his will. Hakizad. How does that work? This seems to be contradictory. We're going to force him to do it, but according to his will. How does that work? It's a famous idea. Kofino to Ashimarozani. We force him or we beat him until he says, I want to do it. Okay, famous idea. We have it by Gittin also. Okay, but now the point is. We have several, uh, or let's say more than one, uh, seeming source for the same ideas. Misal say, misal say, the debate can enforce it. What's going on there? Why do we need both of these things? So Gemara answers, Chad de Amar Velo Afrish, Chad Afrish Velo Akrif. It's two different stages. One's for a person who says they're going to do something, but in Lo Afrish, they never separate the item that they're meant to dedicate. And the second one is for a person who separated the item, but never actually offered it in as a korban. Okay? There's two different steps, and you're being in violation for each. Utsricha, and we need both of these. Why? Because if he only taught us the first idea that he said what he's going to do, but he never actually separated the animal, he'd say, That's because he never actually fulfilled what he said he's going to do. But I may have said my own that if he, once he's separated the animal, even if he hasn't offered it yet, I'll say, Wherever it is, it's in the treasure house of God. Meaning, I might say, I want to dedicate this to Hashem, so I separate this animal. And then you say, okay, bring it to the big Mish. Hashem is here, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere. Hashem is everywhere. So who cares where the animal is? It's, it's, I, it's dedicated to Hashem. It happens to be in my, uh, in my in a special pen in my in my barn. But okay, but that's also Hashem's property. So you might have said that. So that's why I need to be informed. Both of those stages are, are violations. The Ashmin Afrish will agree. Let's go to the reverse. Let's say I would only tell us the case of where he separated and didn't offer it to come Mashi because he's keeping it by him. That you say, well, that's a bad thing to do. Amr Afrish, but if he said he's going to do something, he didn't actually separate it. 
I would have said, nah, so words are cheap. Words are nothing. What difference does it make? He just said it. It doesn't really matter. Tariqa, so I need to be told, no, you're in violation of both stages. Number one, you have to what you have to keep what you say, and number two, you actually have to offer what you say you're gonna offer. Okay, the Gemara says, Wait, is it possible to sort of like say that part of this discussion is about this this category of a person who said something and hasn't actually specified or separated the animal that he's gonna give? But one of the examples we have in the Pasuk is the Pasuk of Anidava. Okay, and we, so we talked about the number, the Gemara will explain now. Utanami, we learned in the Mishnah, what, Ezehu Neder, this is actually Mishnah from Masachah Begillah. Ezehu Neder, what's a Neder? Haomer Hare Alai Ola. We mentioned this the other day, right? A Neder is to say, upon me to bring a Quran Ola. The Ezehu Nedava, what's a Nedava? Haomer Hare Zo Ola. This is an Ola. Umabi Neder Nedava, what's the difference between the Neder, Meito Nignav Chayabacharito. If it comes to a Neder, if the animal dies or is stolen, I'm still responsible to pay it back because the obligation is on me. And I still haven't brought that, I haven't done that, my obligation. But Nidava, when it comes to Nidava, where I said, this animal is the korban, when it dies or is stolen, I'm not chayav to replace it because the animal is no longer here, so I no longer, no longer have the obligation. The point is, Gemara is saying that if that's the case, that Nidava is a situation where I've separated it and haven't never brought it yet, so how can you say there's a case that the dove is included in the case where he said and hasn't separated? What's the saying and not separating? The dove, by definition, has been separated, right? Has been dedicated. So So Rabbi says it's a kind of like a little bit of a uh, finagle case here. It's a case where a person says it's upon me an obligation to bring an Allah on the condition that I'm not going to be chayav to replace it if, if such a thing happens. Okay, so there it's a ned there because I'm just saying it's an obligation about me. I haven't actually separated the animal yet, but yet it still technically qualifies as an adava because it has the, the most essential element of an adava, which is that I'm not high up to replace if something would happen to it. Okay, so it's a little bit of an in between case. Okay, perfect. So it says with your mouth, this is tzedakah. I'm a rabbi, tzedakah, altar. Uh, Rava says, when it comes to staka, you're actually uh, uh, um, uh, of you're liable immediately. They don't have this whole thing, Baal Ta'agar, three regalim, none of that stuff. Staka, you pay up immediately. My time, what's the reason for that? To hakaime anim, because anim are here, meaning anim need you now. It's not helpful to give so, oh, I'll help this homeless person. When? Uh, by the end of next year. <laughs> That's not going to help them. Yeah? says, Jesus, that should be very obvious. Maudetema, what would you say? Came to be in Yana de Korbanot Ktiva, since it's written along with the same topic, uh, of the as a korbanot, korbanot. Maybe I would say the halacha technically would be maybe say it's a nice thing to do, but technically speaking, it, it has the same uh, rules of uh, you have three regalim just like korbanot. No, only there when it comes to korbanot, the, the, the Torah makes it dependent on the passage of the halavis. But here, no, because there's anim who are found who are you know commonly around and they need your help. I'm a rabbi, another statement for rabbi. Kevin Shabar la vergal achad, over ba'ase. Furthermore, rabbi says, when it comes to baal ta'acher, the negative commandment of baal ta'acher, that may apply only after three vergalim pass by. When it comes to the positive commandment that you're supposed to actively bring the korban on time, then once you once you missed one regal, you violated that positive commandment. Right? That's a failure to observe the positive commandment. But it says, made today, that's askakasha, it says, they testified about the um, baby of a shlamim, the valad of a korban. Let's say a shlamim, you said, I'm going to bring this animal to a korban shlamim, and then before you were able to offer the shlamim, it gives birth. 
Okay, so what's the status of the baby? Let's say the calf. Okay, so he says that also goes as a shlamim. So Amar Rabbi Pamhayis Ani Mei Shaitanu Le Parah Shal Zivrei Shlamim. Says I testify the following thing: We had a parah that was a shlamim. The Achanuha Mi Pesach, and we ate it on Pesach. That's when we ate it. The Achanu Vlada Shlamim Bechad. Everywhere we ate the baby on Sukkot. On Sukkot. Now. Um, says, I understand why on Pesach they didn't offer this Vlad as a korban. I could say that it was Mechusar's Vlad, it was lacking time. Meaning the halacha is that you're not allowed to offer an animal as a korban before it's eight days old. Okay, so it could be that this baby was born just before Pesach. Okay, so you couldn't offer it on Pesach. So that I understand why they didn't make an Islam on Pesach. Ella Vlada, but the Vlad, Atzeret, Heichi Mashila. But how did they delay and not offer it on Atzeret? Shavuot, the Avriel Laba say, and then they violated in that said I say according to Rava. So you see, Rava is a big kasha because Rava, you said once you violate, once you pass one regal, you violate an essay, and yet they're testifying that they actually did things, and presumably they're doing things according to halacha, and therefore, how could it be that they delayed and didn't bring it on that tarot and they waited all the way to Sukkot? So Mar says, I'm Rav Sib, Mishmi to Rava. We do a couple lines here, okay? Kigon, Shehaya, Chole, Maybe the animal was sick when it came to Shavuot, and if it was sick on Shavuot, they weren't, you wouldn't be able to offer this sick animal, okay? So it's like an exception to the rule, okay? Rav Ashi Amar, Rav Ashi says, no. What did it mean when he said we ate a Shamim, quote unquote, on Chag? It means Chag HaShavuot. Okay? It means Chag HaShavuot. Okay, so, yeah, it said the word Chag. You misunderstood. You don't have Mansukas and Meshavuot. The Idach, on the other opinion, what would they say about that? No. No, sorry, it doesn't work like that. Whenever, I mean, the, 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 the Makshan, he's saying that whenever it says Pesach, and that comes to the Pesach, and you want to say the next holiday, you don't say Chag. You say Atzeret. That's what you do. And that's why they're saying Chag. But the defense would be, no, maybe it means either way. So either you would say it was sick, right? And that's what that guy would, the Cholet, the, the guy who says it's sick, because he's saying, how do you possibly think it, it would be, uh, that Chag would be a Tzeret? And he says, no, because it would be a Tzeret, it would be called Chag. Okay, we'll stop there.